girl, you really got me going. I can't hear a word that you're fucking saying. I just don't know why I got your nipples. Oh, I have to go get my chair. That's why I said I'd be ready in five minutes in the group. Oh, text. okay. I didn't see that. I guess I should look. There it is. <laughs> ready in five minutes. There it is. Yeah, okay, I'll be here. Look up, Dave. Dave, look up. What? I can't see. It was a nip show. Oh. Do 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 do. It's a podcast. About Age of Sigmar Three Canadian dudes And a talented Canadian gal They have 10,000 takes But rarely any are good They record all the time But we're not sure they should It's Party at the All Points Yeah, don't you think? It's Party at the All Points Take a drink. It's got day 10. Getting your name wrong. And Tristan referencing Bulls basketball. And Nicole finding obscure Canadian songs. And I'm just fantastic guy. Hello? Party people, and welcome to Party at the All Points, your place for posting and toasting in the age of Sigma. Dayton, I can see you choking on a beer already. I'm your undead life of the party, Tomb King Tristan. Tonight, on this, our 46th, maybe 47th episode, we will be deeply discussing. 47? Okay, on our 47th episode, updating the word document. All right, we will be deeply discussing the delightful, deadly, and the lovely battle tome that is the Daughters of Cain, discussing playstyles, medalist, and snake spam. Hope you like them snake kings. Joining me tonight, our man in the West, Big Daddy D, the number one person I think of when I hear the word slithering. He's more than okay. He's Dayton O'Ray! Give it up! Yay! Yay! You're totally making up for the fact that you're allowed to yell now. Yep. (laughs) Is that plant real? Oh yeah. oh yeah oh yeah man you get enough light in your shed, shed that's plant? cool yeah, yeah, yeah that's good enough it's been it's a yeah, nice. It's nice i moved it's it like... in here whenever it started getting cold and windy so it's, it's legit like a little office for you now Ooh. it has a whole lot of beer cans yeah get it's a little bad. coffee maker in there or you'd be... you know what i was i was thinking uh maybe some night i should probably do a pour over or if we do an early morning show mm. ever well we'll see we do early morning shows anytime we have an english guest Anger. Or English. Australia. Oh. Is that place real? Yeah, I suppose. I kid. All right. Um, first things first, shout out to Trey Gash, the number one skull kid that I know. And all the party people listening to the show, please smash that like, subscribe, and rate five stars. We can guide our missing man of the night back into the lit windows of our podcast feeds. A very special big shout out to our super producer, She Who Bakes, Nicole. Get that bread. Obrey. Yeah, I heard uh, Bud was the Canadian geese were having a problem finding south. They got messed up. So he's actually taking one of those uh, motorized gliders. Yep. And And he's guiding them them south. Wow. That's really impressive. That's that's the kind of guy that he is. I heard he he was just really sad about the Chiefs game. And he just couldn't get out of bed. Mm -hmm. It's tough. It's it's tough. That post-Super Bowl (laughs) life. God. 
He got his wins. He's the poor kid. (laughs) So yeah, it's just gonna be you and me, man. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. I think that we're there's gonna be no jokes. No one will be funny tonight. And I think we're just gonna become incredibly serious podcasters who talk about just the facts, Jacks. And I'm basically gonna interview you because we're gonna talk about the battle zone. You've played a metric ton. There's gonna be less wit, less songs, way less accents and impersonations. True. Yeah. I don't think either one of us know German either. No, no. German audience is going to be pretty disappointed with that. Sorry, si German. Je peux pas français, peut-être? 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 My focus was all into trades, okay? I'm getting all the red seals. That's true. You have like, what, eight red seals for my lack of one? How many red seals you got? Two? Uh, two. And two? then I'll be working on my firefighter tickets. Man, I still don't have my electrical one. It's sad. Yeah, yeah. I really should. I don't know. I need to challenge it. It's, yeah. I have, I've got the hours. I don't really have the knowledge, but I can take it. Uh, red seals are no joke. I know. <laughs> you got to study. That's I've got stupid. my first block. They're so dumb. But I know they're absurd. I, I've, I've got it. I've got a steel trap of a mind that forgets things a month later, but for that month, I know everything. Right. Yeah. Just a fucking cramzilla right here. Speaking Ooh. of cramming, I've seen some posts from you, buddy. Oh, what have I been doing? You've been, I been doing things. Modding up your last uh, Mega Gargan. No, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is just my third man crusher that you've seen. Um, okay. If you check out. At Tomb King Tristan on Instagram, you too can see my uh, current sculpting um, terror, the model that I've just been kind of staring at for probably over a year now. It's a big, well, it's going to be a big Ushapti, and currently I've got it mo- like almost all together. You could kind of see it almost backlit at um at a Warhammer Weekly. I actually finally got off my tuckus and started planning out my sculpting like i i as the kids say grew a set and decided to you know what damn the torpedoes i'm actually gonna start doing the super scary thing that i've put off for a third of my child's life so i busted out some sticky tack and i did a general idea of what i'm gonna sculpt and so with that it's super fun i don't know have you done you haven't done green stuff sculpting have you not uh no I've done uh, plastic molding, things yeah. like that for uh, display boards and shit. <clears throat> yeah. But not and actually uh, model pieces themselves. I'm the 3D printer guy, right? Yeah, which is oof, jealous. If I would wanted to just print would, would love to get on your list someday. Um, for me, I like after sculpting a few things, I figured out that if I kind of fake it or like, like make, make like a fake copy of it out sticky tack i can kind of tell how much of the um stuff i'm gonna need like how much of the green stuff and like the other uh epoxies that i have that i'm gonna use to do it so like i'll kind of do like a really ugly version of it um out of just straight up sticky tack and i'll just pop it on the model because this like this thing's as big as an action figure like a he-man toy is being towered on by this thing mm-hmm. and Same muscle structure too Exactly. Just yoked, jacked. Get those thick thighs, just like He-Man. Yeah. No ass. No. 
No, he even has a little tail though. So one up, one up on he's. Um, but yeah, so I like I faked it out. I slapped a whole bunch of green stuff on, well, a whole bunch of stick stack on it, where I kind of like I actually tried to do a really rudimentary sculpting of the thing. So I'm doing the chest armor on it. You know how Tomb mm. King stuff has like those super fancy brass shoulder plates, like all across it. Yeah, so basically I'm, exactly the same as quarterback chest pieces. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> basically. So being famous quarter pillar jack guy. I'm just trying to act like I don't know about sports. Um, <laughs> quite a pillar. Uh, that's the guy that throws the ball. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I've just been, that's been the main thing I've done recently. I also organized my hobby desks because I've been obviously doing hobby procrastination. <laughs> and I did take out my uh, Pugna Blood Bowl team because I apparently am a sucker for Tomb Kings because I got the Tomb Kings Blood Bowl and I took it out and looked at it and thought of what i'd build for a list did you buy that box then yeah man the limited edition one that they were doing yeah not, well i didn't get the fancy box but i got the like the limited edition team that they did like with yeah. all the bonuses through their kickstarter oh uh, okay yeah okay so you got the better kit not the gw one yeah oh yeah i didn't get the gw one yeah. um i thought about it and then i looked at it and then, and then I looked saw how the price. I, well, yeah, I saw, saw the price because I was like, oh, it's, if it's 60 bucks, I'm in. Like, whatever. Like, that's what the last made order was. It was like 60, yeah. 65 Canadian. Like, pff, sign me up. Just I'll just keep throwing maple syrup at it. Um, but when I came out at 80, I was like, that's 50%. Like, mm, yeah. that, that's an amount more than I want to pay. And they're shit <laughs> models. They're so ugly. Oh, my God. Like the actual like fourth edition skeleton kit was nicer than those things. And it just looks like they just took green stuff and like did sculpting on top of that. But the skeletons, the skeletons that came out of Heroes Quest were bet nicer than those ones. <laughs> like, dude, the melting, like it looks like a paper mache thing got hit with water after somebody else built it is just melting off the face of the mummies. It's so bad. Yeah. It's like the mid scene during um God, Indiana Jones, whenever the Nazi's face is melting. Mm-hmm. It's like that mid, like the skull's kind of there, and but everything's just kind of like pushing forward, like wet. Raiders of the towel. Lost Ark. That's it. That's a good um, scene. It's a great scene. Uh, another okay. good melting scene is Robocop. <laughs> yeah. That's another good scene. Great, great melting scene. Great. Yeah, and he goes to his friend great to melting. try to get help, and his friend just runs him over. <laughs> Gets a thumbs up. Um, or is that Robocop? I can't remember. Uh, does Robocop have a melting scene? Robocop does a melting scene with the villains at the end. He hits the vat of acid. Hey, there we go. Or who framed Roger Rabbit? There's another melting scene. Damn. Good one. One more, and we got top five melters. Where's another melting scene? Boom! I got it. 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 Classic. Let's see if you get can get there. Classic. No, not Batman. (laughs) Fuck. That's what you get for guessing. Red shoes. Uh oh! I'm melting. I'm melting. I'm melting. So there's there's our there's our impromptu top five melting scenes in movies that we've seen. What's the best of those five though? Probably the thumbs up one. What what's the thumbs up one? You're thinking Terminator. Uh yeah. So Terminator Terminator two. Yeah. When he lowers himself because he realizes that his ship is the last piece. So to stop the future, he has to kill himself. Ding ding. See selfless. Cool because he gives a thumbs up. I'm down. No problem. 
Top five, top five, top five. There we go. Uh, that what would, have you been up to? That would probably put a tear in my eye for milk. <clears throat> I'm not doing tears. But who framed Roger Rabbit? That, those were some good melts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great movie. One of my favorites. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I got to watch that again. Uh, yeah. What do you, what do you got? I, f- I finished my Daughters of Cain, 2,000 points with Illness Spell. Why the flag? Fling the leaf <laughs> around. Let's go. Find that flag. Can you, hear, oh. can, you hear, can you hear it? Is it on the recording? <laughs> I actually busted out a Canadian flag and just started flapping it. Yeah. Go. It's that or you're taking your pants on and off real quickly. It's up to the listenership to figure that one out. And this is why I think of him when I think of the word slithering. <laughs> I'm just dirtbag. That's all I am. Um, yeah. So the last thing I had to do was the Viper Endless Spell. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it's really big. Yeah. It's a 60 millimeter base. It's huge. Yeah, it's massive. Like that thing's bigger than Sigvald. So I got to do some cool things with it. And because the scales are so big, I was trying to do some different things. Instead of just doing like graduant, graduant, graduant color shifting upwards to then uh, edge highlight, which is typically what I do. <laughs> I then went in with washes of the same blue that I use for Marathi's wings. Yeah. And then... Uh, try to do something like that so it kind of has like a bluish tint to the scales it actually turned out pretty good and then i went crazy with the green thanks i appreciate that and then i started keep mixing i kept bringing in more and more uh, yellow fluorescent Mm. into the paint the final highlight stage of the greens that i could take it with and then you know and then to keep adding the yellow so it does go brighter uh fluorescent paints if you've never used them before you have to mix them with something yeah they don't never used are they jelly it's uh they're almost like it's almost like sperm <laughs> it's like painting with sperm god like sure. it doesn't i've never done it and i'm not licking my brush afterwards but um it's it the pig, there's like there's almost like no pigments <laughs> so you gotta mix it in to get like a good base with another paint <sighs> And then you can kind of keep adding more and more, but it, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't want to be, it's on the, wherever you apply it. Like if you pull it, it'll just like streak across and not lay anything behind. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really weird. So it is uh, very jelly. Yes. Okay. Very jelly. Jelly. Uh, I have a couple from Vallejo. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I hit Squid, uh, Squidmar. I was watching one of his ones, and then he was pronouncing Vallejo in the Swedish accent that he has, and it was pretty, pretty interesting. So, turns out I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Yeah, same thing. Crushing it. So yeah, that, that turned out really cool. The greens were really popping against the purples, and as I expect with that color scheme, and not going blood was the right choice for that army scheme. Yeah, I think so. Like that really tied it in together. And that thing just pops, man. Whenever you sent that picture, I was just like, Yeah, you're like editing it. You're like, no, your phone, your, your light yeah. saturation is horrible. Let me just uh, change this up here for you. Yeah, it's just one of my OCD tendencies where I'm just like, Your thing is so pretty. I want to make it, I want to, I want to, I want to show, I want to show the world how pretty it is. That's it. That's done. But I do, I am playing doubles with Joe. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing to it. I, I magnetized my whole army. That's why I'm hanging on to magnets right now. And um, 
yeah, I think these magnets are a little too strong. <laughs> I had a real hard time taking them out of the oh case my. after I made sure that they all could fit in the case. Because I have an A case, the smallest one that they have. Yeah, that, I, I want that. It's small. Like it's small. Is it? Is that the one that's designed to go onto the airplanes? Uh, it can. Or because I know like they did one that was like, this is the flying one. Yeah, but this then they also have just like, like small. This one will fit underneath the seat yeah in front of you so they can't force you to like take it off the plane <laughs> or Excellent. stick it in not I need, that it I need probably to buy that. it would probably last but uh, you don't want to not with your minis you want no. to be like hanging on to it like that's it yeah G- gripping like, onto kick, it like it's your first one kick that kid off yeah <laughs> give him my speed this is where my minis go <laughs> so yeah that worked out they all fit in so i'm pretty happy about that and then uh playing doubles with joe at the boys as well so i had to modify my list a little bit bring a little mm-hmm. bit more shooting than i have in my list and bring in uh, a hero that i don't have in my list just to make it work so i'll have to uh do some more painting yeah <laughs> got- so so you got what six models left before i got six models weeks? left and then three weeks? i'll probably yeah three weeks that's fine easy easy i can do that oh yeah it's churning snap it off Nic- nicole's not happy but it's churning oh uh... I like happy Nicole. She's usually really happy. It's just I am down here a lot painting. I'm just ignoring the family. Uh, I just get so obsessive. Oh yeah, no, I get you. I get you. My oh, I speaking of, I was gonna watch Haywo on Twitch because mm-hmm. he like he posted that he was gonna go live, and I was like, oh sweet, I'll just pop that on. One of my favorite streamers. If you don't watch Haywo, watch Haywo, you idiots. Um, but he wasn't on even though he said he was going to. So I was like, oh, like, what else is here? We're like, what's in some of my other streams I used to follow? And then it was like, oh, hey, Dota 2. Speaking of obsessions, Ooh. I used to be in that deep, man. And like, far, far, far too deep. So Sarah, my partner, was just like, like uh, oh, what are you watching on? Because she saw that I was intently watching something on my phone. I was like, oh, just Dota 2. And she just like went straight white. She's like, this, this isn't happening again, is it? <laughs> not a not a not not a that she actually said this can't happen again yeah things that, have consumed, that level. things have consumed my life uh everquest mm-hmm. uh wow nicole obray yes of course this is not just gaming just things that have taken me away from real life okay that, that were not good for my development and socialization with others um the final fantasy online that was really good uh-huh. and it's things that i kind of like look at a little bit i'm like yeah, but no and a couple like moba games got yeah. me hard man moba's so good it's yeah. like basketball yeah Just solving stuff a couple of them and a couple of the cash app games really phone cash app games yeah a couple Dang. of those got me pretty bad no yeah it's the progressives it's it's got everything that online does the grind it's the grind and progression it, it kills me oh my god i can't say shit i almost flunked out a freaking my first degree in college because of mike tyson's punch out that i downloaded on an emulator in my second uh in my last semester and i just became obsessed with it so just like just sitting there like in the middle of class just like beating the living crap out of glass joe for the fifth hundredth time <laughs> Rock. tyson was classic him. though so good and oh yeah, for my university degree that I never finished and kind of mad I didn't now, um, 
I was obsessed with NBA 2K. It was like okay. 2K, I don't know, God, 10 or something. And I was just like in the student union building, ignoring my schoolwork. Just what was the that one that like when you start getting on a streak, the ball starts turning into fire? Oh, um, that, oh gosh. <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> yeah. Boom, chakalaka, NBA jam. <laughs> Man, that game's good. Uh, what was another one on Nintendo I played a lot of? Volleyball. Super Spike V-Ball. Whoa, you played Super Spike. Oh, Super Spike V-Ball was a big one. Yeah. Played it for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ladies, <laughs> have you played any games recently? Yeah, Nicole and I played. Oh, really? Nice. Yep. Uh, she rocked Fletcher to Courts, and I took Eidneth. And we each kind of came up with our own lists and faced <laughs> off. You had a fucking good time, eh? Yeah, so it was good for her. She gets to experience another faction and understand it a little bit better, which is always good a part of the, the growing process of understanding this fucking beast of a game. Her training montage continues. Basically. Uh, she threw 18 flares against me with a Ghoul King on Terrorgeist and a Ghoul King on Zombie Dragon and a Flare Courtier guy. He's the, okay. he can, he's the one he can bring back flares. Oh, that's just a lot of flay. Yeah. She came to flay. Yeah, it was actually interesting. A lot of durability of that list. A lot of punch. But uh, I showed her how to properly screen and keep your oh, eels oh. keep your eels in the back and wow. Let them go out and just yeah, eels are still stupid. I just whipped my you know, you know, and then I showed her a thing or two. Save my command points to make sure you pass uh, battle shock. And then then pull the unit out and then start rallying them throughout the game. And your unit of three that used to be a 20 gets gets going pretty quick again. I never thought of you as a pullout artist, but there you go. Right. Uh, But yeah, so we ended up taking that one. It was actually really close. Uh, It was, what was it, the power one where only uh, Battle Line can score the objectives and you can burn all objectives starting the the second turn. Yeah. Uh, if you hold it for one turn, it's worth one point. If you hold it for oh, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's worth two points. Hold it for three, it's four points. And then if you hold it for the whole game, it's eight points. Yeah, that's so a good she, one. She had me on objectives, but I took her on um, secondaries. I did a lot of redeploy, and I was rolling a lot of sixes on my redeploy, so that screwed her a lot of things. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, so it was close. It was like 19, 18. Oh sweet, end. that's great. But only because I got my uh, my ultimate uh, strategy. Yeah, that's what allowed me to win it. So such a pretty cool. Dang dang, that's good game. Like nice, nice. We got heated. Nice. Dice were horrible. I'm sure. I'm sure you're eleven attacks, threes and threes. One went through, and she rolled her six to save it, which is classic. Because if you're gonna fail, you're just gonna fail. <laughs> like when the dice are like, no. This is not fucking happening. I love a death save flex. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> I love screaming. This is a six and then rolling it and going. It's a six. How about yourself? Did you watch any games? Did I watch any games? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, I didn't get to play any games. Been sick for. Well, I've been sick ever since we recorded last. So I haven't watched any games i haven't gotten to play any games i did lay out deployment for my lumineth army because what else are you gonna do at 11 o'clock at night when you can't sleep mm-hmm. right am i right um so that's fun that's something that i've enjoyed doing a lot more than i 
well, now I know I knew I would, but it's like it's something that like gives me a little tiki because I get to set up a board and I get to be like, OK, what would I do in this situation? Like how many drops do I have? This is this battle plan with because since a lot of the battle plans have pretty drastically different um, setups, it's nice to figure out like for whatever battle plan you might think that you might play or like just to kind of go through them because I've done this a couple times now and it's just nice to see how like what sort of shape your army gets pushed into by the battle plans um themselves yeah that's interesting uh it's definitely a train of thought and way to train yourself that I don't do but I fully respect the people that do it well you have someone to play with in your house yeah I know but that's just not how my brain works anyways yeah honestly (laughs) Well, it's it's honestly like kind. I guess it is kind of how my brain works, but I wouldn't have thought to do it myself because it was something that about two or three years ago. Um, God, who's the most beautiful man in Warhammer? Um, Anthony. Trent. No, I'm talking about in on the inside, not the outside. Oh, um, ooh, that's ah, God. That's he's tough. A, he 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 rented goats once. Yeah. Oh, Darren. Darren Watson. Oh, Darren. Watson. Positive victim okay. on Twitter fucking brain genius if you need life say like life insurance in england go through him um great great guy i had a lot of i had a lot of names just flashed in my head when you said inside there you go i know bud too right um but and sam but um jacob it's just yeah but that's outside too so it's that's like a hard 50 50 um but um yeah darren is awesome to just try to pick his brain follow him on twitter because he'll just post like a thread that breaks your head like his instructions on how to build lists for aos3 were priceless speaking of which we should probably give a shout out to sam's new oh, AOS yeah. list labs that's true because that of all bounces here. around because he references darren watson's thread yeah the state true. of the meta and i don't think it's meant to be taken in a depressing way it's just meant to be taken in a you know this is currently what we're going through right now and there's a yeah. lot of untouched stuff that to explore yet yeah and darren's big point was if you want to be successful at this exact moment it's spam stuff have low drops and use universal artifacts whenever you can and i loved um the aos list lab because it was flying in the face of that being like okay this is like stupid too easy and if you actually want to challenge he throws out an idea of how to do list building with like some um great not gradients guardrails i don't know What's what governors? Aha. There we go. Brain yeah, he, he references off of Pokemon. Yeah. I thought he was gonna go down the path of the Pokemon are not the monsters. It's the people who control them. So I thought that's the path he was gonna go, but no. No, he went for the Nuzlocke. Yeah. So it was I don't know. It's a great, great video. Check it out. Hey, what's list lab? Um, but yeah, so I haven't played any games, I've just played with myself on a table. So yeah. <laughs> all right um well talk about a topic that's kind of fun before we get into daughter's game yeah let's do that yeah what do you got unwritten rules of the game that get talked about everyone has an idea of things that they expect but it doesn't openly get talked about very often yeah and did you did you source some from the crowd or just the best crowd Ooh, the toughest crowd? Yes, they are the toughest crowd. 
coming to a Du Bois near you. Um, well, lame on me. I would love to hear, seeing as I don't get to play that often, I would love to hear what some of the things that actually affect, what will affect future Tristan. I just read the general in the guidelines. Have you read the guidelines of the general chat? No. I don't want to, <laughs> but you should read it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Basically, That's there's, there. there's strict rules the, of being nice. What are the things? Uh, don't be a dick. Okay, don't be a dick. Writing that down. Don't be a dick. Right. That's classic. A lot of people can relate to that. Don't show up to a tournament knowing you're going to be an asshole. Okay. Um, just... Okay, don't be a dingleberry. Continue. Yep. Uh, be Next. transparent with your army. Ooh, no one like likes that. gotcha moments. Okay. Like uh, what happened at uh, Nashcon. Sure. Okay. Uh, and it's also then followed up with... Um, Always ask how familiar your opponent is with your army and give a rundown of your army's rules and any abilities you may be able to do. Conversely, thoroughly check the lists they are running and ask questions about what their rules do and abilities they have before the game even starts. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I do that. So yeah, they piggyback it on each other. That's yeah, it's smart. So like you have to be transparent with your army, trying to make sure you're not going to gotcha anybody. And you want to make sure they're not going to gotcha you. And it's Grivo. He just pops in and out of this chat sometimes. Oh my God. Pay attention to me. Not the friggin' chat, you dingle. Well, the chat's what I'm reading off of. <laughs> I know. I love Scrivo. Yes. Bless it uh, is. They say, don't complain about your dice or your opponents. Oh, so don't, don't, don't be Dayton complaining about... 11 Listen. attacks and only getting one through <laughs> on threes and it's threes. It's a funny story afterwards because we can all relate <laughs> to it. But try yeah. not to do it in game. Yeah. Oh man, I, I hate like I I hate when my friends blame their dice. It's like, oh these dice are just they're just terrible. I just I just can't roll good dice. It's like, dude, they're random number generating cubes. Or the other one is like, oh, you're just getting lucky. <clears throat> oh yeah. I love I mean, saying I'd be I'm totally good. beating the pants off you, but you're getting lucky. Oh. Yeah, you're just rolling hot though it's like thank you my law of averages is better than yours 40k has shown me a lot of toxic environments and people <laughs> let me just say uh attacking through a wall doesn't make sense even if i have range so i don't do it <laughs> that, yeah yeah there you go that's the gotchas are real yeah i i would i would attack through walls i'm gonna do it yeah i'm sorry fucking dickhead <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I'd call it a rule, but I would say remember is just a game. Remember, it's just a game. So many weird janky things can happen in Warhammer. It's easy to get upset or discouraged and you just have to laugh at it and carry on. Okay. Remember it's plastic war dialies. Right. Keep that. But that goes back to don't be a dick. Yeah. Well, I, I think it is a little bit different than don't be a dick because you can still be an asshole if you know, like you can be being an asshole while still thinking it's a game. Like you're being a gamey dickhead this way. It's kind of like you have that base covered. And then you also have the, like, just don't take it too serious because you might not be being a dick by trying to be sticking to the rules. But at the same time, it's like, do you have to stick to this rule at all? Like for it to be fun. It's plastic right. war dollies. And don't let the game 
make you turn into like having a negative attitude based on things not going the way. I, that was a really hard one. I, I struggle with that one. I can, oh, get okay. caught up, I can get caught up into it. Too. Don't let the game state affect your mental state. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's something that hits me, man. I like, I feel like that's pretty natural. Like you're investing a lot of yourself into games and like, if it, if you start getting your absolute head kicked in by Nicole, it's still like, you're just going to start pouting. Listen, you and I play sports. We've played sports our whole lives. Yep. The competitiveness is fucking real and it can oh, consume. It's, this, it's funny. This is a game. This is oh, straight up just a game. 100%. And it's funny because in different games, people can be different. I know I am a absolute headhunting asshole in soccer, of all things. In Australia, in English football, I am like, I will actually like, attempt to hurt people like i am just cutthroat i like i'm the biggest asshole in the world meanwhile in basketball i'm just yelling stuff and being a crazy dickhead and with warhammer i'm kind of in between huh. yeah like last time i was playing basketball i was just quoting lord of the rings <laughs> and like just just like just like doing stuff like that because it's one of my favorite things in basketball is just like just start saying weird shit and having people Mr. Like, frodo what? elephants what <laughs> that's yeah they're never gonna believe us back home (laughs) exactly that's exactly the type of stuff that i'll just spout and it's like if i've played with somebody for years and they're on my team they'll know exactly what i'm trying to reference whenever i'm talking like weird stuff and the guy that i'm playing against will be like what is this dude even saying and then meanwhile i'm like throwing like a sick backdoor pass to a guy or like the guy sets a screen on the side that i want him to so i just i don't know like aos and stuff yeah. Oh, yeah. If, man, if there was somebody there who I could do Warhammer stuff with, it would be bad. Man, like, you'd be slapping like Sigvold's cheeks. Exactly. <laughs> clap, clap. I don't know if you call uh, like it would do that. Make sure your minis are positioned in a cinematic as possible position <laughs> as possible. Pick up your misses when rolling. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Make sure my opponent can see the results of any crucial rolls. So the positioning cinematically, that's kind of interesting. I've actually, I, I do this. Like oh, yeah, if, I, if I don't see them like facing off against each other, I'm like, it's like, oh no, adjusting. This, 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 this cannot be, or like, I will intentionally, whenever I'm about to run away, like a coward, spin one of the models and be like, all right, I'm retreating. <laughs> it's just dumb. Or if I'm like uh, doing stupid stuff with my Huracan things, I will just be like, all right, time to ghost ride the whip. And I'll just like turn one of them sideways before I even have to like move them. It's dumb. But you all have all your foxes on like those dog leashes that you just pull and they retract. Man, those zip, them out zip leashes <laughs> are a sin and should not be in any dog's house. Zip leashes are a crime. I thought they're just used on American kids. They're not. <laughs> That's what I hear. Midwest kids are on zip leashes. Uh, yeah. Um, keep the same energy all game long, which we kind of reference. Yeah, let's we'll start tough. off. We're not playing to win the whole thing, then change up when the game's on the line. Unless you're like, okay, this is getting very serious. Would you like to switch to serious guy mode? Yeah, but it's, I mean, like, I, I think I think that's a discussion to have. Like, what type of game do you want to have? Share that moment with your opponent, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. They understand what's on the line too, right? Yeah. So I think one of my one of my big ones that I try to keep in my head whenever I play is you're playing with somebody, not against somebody. Like 
while like while it's a game that you are trying to beat the other person with the with your models it's like you're both you are there to have fun with this other person you're trying to build something with them even if you're trying to build them picking up their models and putting them in a dead pile like you're still trying to have a good time with a friend somebody you've never met before i've, I've never had that experience actually no i have it sucked like i was a dickhead <laughs> 40k (laughs) i mean your opponent's gonna really dictate your attitude as well but i think putting forward that it's like all right we're in this together and it's like you're trying to come to these decisions with somebody it's not like a it's not a contra thing it's a just and just be straight up with them like you're being a bitch right now stop being a bitch stop being a female dog asshole uh i always try your leg on the table i try to always state the rules roles i need Yes, that's and good. any modifiers in play. So you'd be like, okay, I got nine saves. I'm on a four up. You're Ren minus one, but I'm all out. So still got fours. Here we go. Nine fours. I try to do that as much as possible. I won't necessarily yeah. say the modifiers. I'll just say the end result of the modifiers. I'll be like, okay, I need threes. These are on threes. I'm rolling yeah. these dice. These are all on threes. Okay, take out all my misses. Now these are on fours. Or yeah. I'll state the whole attack profile before I roll. Uh, I like the just breaking yeah, like down like, the, the back and forth. The uh, like, okay, I'm on plus two. You give me minus one. So I'm at plus one. I normally hit on a four or five. So let's go. Yeah. So I might do that in the first few rolls to gauge mm-hmm. where my opponent's at with their processing. Okay. Okay. Like See, if, I, they're, if they're yeah. picking that up already, like uh, we talk about how different our personalities are when we come to playing and stuff. My brain is like math. I'm doing, I'm crunching numbers as I'm playing all the whole time. So that's why I'm always like the end result is yeah. what I state because I've already done the math in my head. But it is good to gauge your opponent and see where they're at because they may not be mathing everything out as quickly as you are. So you can just yeah. help them get there. And if that turns nice. in, like if they are falling behind, then you can do, then do that math for them the whole time. So it doesn't feel like, because you can get a lot of opponents that are just yesing their way through the game but don't actually understand what you're doing. That makes sense. I know I like to tell cool stories. That's kind of like my main thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, well, let's go. You're, you're like, listen, this show didn't have fucking show notes until you got on, right? I'm not. I'm here to weave. I do weave, no, damn it. I do no prep. Okay? No prep. We have to wait 15 minutes as I rewrite stuff, stuff and like list things down. Cause like, I'm trying to write down some of these, at least to post hey, onto the Twitter. The show's now. on the app. Okay. You're doing good things. There we go. On the up and up. Yeah. That's great. Got any, got any more? Uh, Give me one more. There's so many more. Okay. Uh, rapid, so rapid, the fire, rapid fire. Rapid fire. Give me three. Do your work. <laughs> so that was what I was saying yeah. before. Okay. When carrying out a command ability, I try to have it on hand to read verbatim. Uh, this nice. also helps my opponent realize I was doing something wrong if they hear it too. Yep. Uh, I can always make a point to talk about the other person's models a bit, paint scheme, and conversions. Recognizing the person and the army you're playing against is a good one. Uh, yeah. No matter what level, I don't think I've ever played against an army that didn't have something to nerd about. Just seeing the choices people make inspires me, even if it wouldn't necessarily do it. I necessarily wouldn't do it in that way. Uh, don't sneeze on the table. <laughs> that, that, that's a good one. Uh, throw up away from your oh, throw up throw up away from your opponent's centerpiece. Oh, nice. So that's so now a Jacob Perry one. Yeah, now right. we're starting to get into the. Uh, that wasn't a Jacob Perry actually. 
Huh. That was a little more happy. Oh, <laughs> cheeky. Always offer a beer or whatever you want to be drinking. There you go. Um, remind them to take pics of their minis during doing cool stuff. So nice. immersion. Telling the story. Start with good luck and with thank you. And uh, shake hands, fist bump, or bow humbly before the game starts. Just be aware if people are super COVID aware or don't mind. Uh, this is actually something I've come across a few times. Um, yeah. Well, especially being a first responder and stuff too, you're going to come across <coughs> lots of different types of people. But I always try to do handshakes. I mean, that's kind of changing now with COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. But I have faced off against p- people that don't. Um, like they'll have trouble making eye contact and they yeah. won't shake hands, but you can do like a fist bump or yeah. something or air high five. Air high five or something. One of my personal favorite ones is give me some soul, but you do it with your foot. Oh, okay. A good one. Give me some soul, bro. And then you just, <laughs> tap, then you just tap feet. It's great. Right. Uh, there's a lot of personalities out there that are playing our game. And a lot of them don't want direct contact. And no. that's, it's you just got to establish that. I'm a very touchy feely close talking kind of person and that's so, why i think but, if you want to think of slithering <laughs> but i am not an idiot in social interactions and i pick up on social cues pretty quickly <laughs> I don't pretty just, quickly i don't just barricade through them um very physical man there's a bunch of like looking motherfucker that you are <clears throat> don't crack a beer until you offer one to your opponent always play with intent and pre-measure things before moving anything Ooh, I love that one. Play with intent. Uh, pick up misses. Don't move your shit too far. Clearly explain what you're doing. And one for me, which may be controversial, never ask for a take back. If you forget something tough, it's a mistake. Learn from it. Wow. That was Bud, wasn't it? Nope. What? It wasn't Bud? Nope. Sam. Cassay. Sam. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's a serious man. But then Bud did follow up and said, yeah, agreement. <laughs> there we go. And then uh, never touch an opponent's model without asking. No, there you go. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, never pick up a model. <laughs> this is great content. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 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 seems to cover the most of them uh if any of our listeners have any was they'd like to share feel free yeah just love here at us share. party at the all one dude getting one. listener feedback alone is awesome like when i have a listener reach out to me and says they have connections within bad dragon <laughs> and they tried yeah. to get us a sponsorship or a discount code and unfortunately bad dragon doesn't have a policy for doing any of those things uh, and the fact that they're back ordered so they're only accepting pre-orders right now and their stock probably isn't going to return until like midway through 2022. Jeez. Right. Well, if you want those tentacles, better get I know, right? I got to get, get those golden there. dragon dicks for the fucking trophies. Oh, yeah. when, I, when I host a tournament, those will be the awards. Dear God. <laughs> Great tournament. Okay, so the thing that I heard kind of over and over again um, in that was pick up your misses. Seems to be like something that's top of mind for people whenever it comes to the unwritten rules of Warhammer, that seems to be like one of the ones that sticks out for at least, I think you said it two or three times. Yeah. So um, like I, I know in 40 K tournament coverage and stuff, there yeah. has been a lot of foul play with miscons like the amount of dice that are on the table and where those dice are coming from oh. is, is come up 
where people would use uh, a bunch of multicolored dice and just be like really sloppy about them on the table and roll close to all their dice. And then you, you start losing track and they're just hey, pulling what they need. Uh, rolling dice behind terrain so your opponent can't see. <clears throat> I hate all that. Like just take what you have and have it there. Uh, yeah. Dice trays now are really good. Yeah, Especially I got with our, Looks our COVID precautions and everything. Like you yeah. shouldn't be sharing dice and touching. So uh, having a place to roll all your dice is really great. Are you a dice sharer? Uh, not usually, no. Yeah, neither am I. Okay. Is but I thing? will. Like if, if uh, wound markers and stuff like that, I'll usually, like if they're like searching for something to marker, yeah. I'll yeah. have a bunch of those on hand. Which is nice. And, and toss them out, right? And mm-hmm. I try to give away the Rage of Sigmar dice whenever I can. There you go. Because they get these away from me. Like <laughs> here, you can use these. <laughs> I want. I want some of those. Um, the icons wait. are on the ones, man. You don't want those. I love that. I love that. It's like oh, oh oh oh. Yeah, that's a really cool topic. Something that needs to be talked about more. I thought it'd be really interesting, and it was for me. I like that. Yeah, it's it's nice to hear out. I'll tweet out uh, quite a few of those. Just like drop bombs, um, at at Tristan Gray on Twitter if you wanted to hear some. So how about we uh, move? Let's uh, kill it. Okay. So coming up after the break, Daughters of Cain, we answered the question, are they a killer army in AOS 3? Or is it just, you know, Bikini Kill? Fucking love Bikini Kill. Nicole, can you play some Bikini Kill? Rebel Girl. No? All right. Or Toxic by Britney Spears. Ooh, what a good song. But can't you see I'm calling A guy like you should wear a warning It's dangerous, I'm falling There's no escape, I can't wait I need a hit, baby give me it You're dangerous, I'm loving Just like Celebrana is known to be stealthy and silent and blend in the shadows, so do like, we. Like your the all points. <laughs> Except no, we're extremely <laughs> vocal in your face. Much and like Marathi. And very also much full of farts. 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 I have a metabolism that just doesn't stop. Jealous. Right? You're in the same I... boat. Come on, skinny sticks. What? Oh, not anymore. Now I have to think about it. It sucks. It's weird and I hate it. What was that line from uh, Big Daddy? When he's trying to explain metabolism to the kid? You, you, you would know. <laughs> he's like, before, 
I get to wolf down whatever I wanted. Now I have a milkshake and my ass jiggles for like three days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Daughters of Kane, man. Daughters of Kane. Love this army. Great army. Fantastic. Favorite army? People don't like to play against it. Mm -mm. Favorite army. I got to go longer with it before I bring in that. Okay. It's it's the one you're vibing on the most right now, though. For sure. I'll say that. Lots of options in the book. Yeah. So So even if if this doesn't work for me, I can switch it off and try something new. So what, like, traditionally does Dives of Cain do on the battlefield? Like, let's start with that. Right now, in Age of Sigmar 3, it presents two things. Marathi, who can't be killed Mm -hmm. till turn four or three. Depends how you take her down. And double shooting archers. Yeah, so that's kind of like the medalist, right? Marathi and the Bow Snakes. Marathi and the Bow Snakes. Hot single coming up next. Ooh, people are getting tired of that tune. Heat wave. It's like Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool when it first oh. came out for a second. And wow. then you just never want to hear it again. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Friday. Is your right? cultural reference point of a shit song that got popular? Yeah. Oh my god, it was catchy. Uh, okay, so it's like the number one meta list that basically yeah, like and then people five and all, and then people sprinkle in their own unique take on what supplements that. Yeah. But once you take those Bloodstalkers and Marathi, you're left with the like twelve hundred points or eight hundred points. Yeah, because that takes up twelve hundred. Okay. Basically, most people do the block of 50 max block so you can shoot, make that unit shoot twice. Because that's what little Marathi does. Holding yeah. within 24 inches of her. <laughs> it's such a long spell. Oh my gosh. Like it, it, you put her in the center and she can just cover so much. Holding within 24. She's an Ooh. amazing caster. Yeah, she fight is. fairly well on her own. She's minus one to hit an eight. And then the big version of her is the one that can tie everything up and just beat stick especially if you get mine razor off on her she's awesome there you go and then if you don't want to use little marathi to double shoot with the stalkers you can double attack with marathi big marathi to clear the screen and then charge something else which is a good option to start doing with her as well um she has range attacks that can do work Mm -hmm. Uh, i do like some of the way, like if people play a little bit more defensively with her and use her as a counter charge as opposed to being in your opponent's face, because people like to just throw her away because she won't die, but she will die. She will die real quick. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she'll tie things up for a while. And she has single handedly brought me back into games that I just didn't think I could win, especially against KO, where they can just nuke things off the board yeah. turn one. And you're uh-huh. like, huh, I'm not left with much. And then Marathi can roll up her sleeves and get things done all right let's do this right just like my name in the kitchen so Uh you can see the draw especially the matter the way it is right now with things that are just really destructive like if someone throws gotrek at you or something marathi doesn't care just giggling like archeon marathi don't care she's tying up archeon for like two turns which is huge because the rest of the army can take out it still has a lot of hit and can kill other stuff right yeah, and so before AOS 3, like, let's go, let's get in the Wayback Machine. What were some of the traditional things that were doing work beforehand? Well, as soon as Marathi got the Broken Realms book, 
and you got the two models. That was it. She came back with a vengeance. Oh, dang. And she's been running strong. Um, I myself, being the unique snowflake that I wanted to be, just ran a shit ton of snakes with no Marathi. <laughs> and it, it was good. It did. It, that list was awesome. I love that list. And that was initially the list I was painting. And then everything changed up. And we lost battalions. Yeah. But the snake girls are really good. They weren't. Stalkers were only one shot before, and then they changed them to two, and then it just upped their Ooh. efficiency. Take these broken rails. And the Blood Sisters, the melee ones, are really tough. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you've, you've messed me up once with them. Yeah, they, they do work. Yeah. And, and so, there's mortal wounds. There's a lot of mortal wound output from the army itself. The rend is shit. Yeah. Um, unless you get mine razor off. But the, the whole army is basically minus one red. Okay. So like a base... Yeah, and so against before, like slaves of darkness and stuff like that, it's and stormcast, it's gonna have a bad time. Ooh, but that's what mortals are for. Okay, um, I know before there were like kind of like roving big packs of witch elves too, right? Right. Uh, Sisters of Slaughter were a huge thing because mm-hmm. they had the six inch pylon. Yeah, I love that. So they were able to uh, pick the engagements they wanted, fall back fall into other ones there's a lot of really cool techie play with sisters of slaughter um Mm. the army is basically like a five up save across the board for everything Mm -hmm. uh, except a couple of their heroes and their shrines no even their shrines are five ups um so like it doesn't have a lot of durability that way but it's there after their ward save yes it's a ward save now their ward save is uh what makes them seem really durable and then Hagnar gives you the five up as opposed to the six up ward save. And then Blessing of Cain Prayer allows you to reroll that on a unit. Ooh, so you take really that big good. block of 30 sisters. Yeah. Or slaughter, sisters of slaughter. And then give them the Blessing of Cain. Give them rerolling sixes catechism. Reroll uh, or sixes explode. 30 girls hitting three times. Sixes explode. It, they just kill you with weighted numbers oh that's mean yeah like that's i know that's what i dealt with in the past um that just seems like just a pile of murder and that like we're not seeing that right now right like it's basically just not really you get little snakes and marathi yeah you get little pieces of it uh even jacob was a good one to, as an example of this uh dars of cain have a really good way of if they want one unit to do work and they get all their buffs off that unit will do work. Like that 10 witch elves will, uh, if fully buffed up, can just blunder. Ooh. Even, it, yeah, yeah, the 10s, yeah. Yeah, because this, this army, so I know we've talked about kind of like the metalist of it, but what's kind of like the basic play style of it? It's in your face. It's, it's in your face and is like you mentioned that you could slap a lot of buffs on something. Like, is it like, is it like focus buffs or is it like a, big rings of buffs like kind of like Lumineth is it can kind of castle up but big morathi will run out on her own and then it has remote play uh doomfire warlocks which you don't see a ton of uh shadow stonkers Uh, shadow stalkers yeah i really like that unit life stealers and heart renders yeah the two like those things will do work on their own and just Uh like there's a lot of things you need to cover you have to cover your objectives with them they have a lot of remote play. 
So they'll go out and reach for things that you don't, that you wouldn't normally think about when you think of a castle. Or... Yeah. So they have like little splinters that can run out, little slithering snakes that will just go out and capture things and be a general annoyance. While the main, slithering. while the main center of it pounds you and penetrates you hard. Oh God! Always with the penetration. Just with this army. <sighs> sure. <laughs> Shirting. And that's why I like the that's what drew me into it was presenting a bunch of overwhelming threats that were actually a lot more durable than than it looks. And just not allowing your opponent to play their game is okay. kind of how I like to play. Yeah, you 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 like denying people their fun and you like <laughs> having all the fun yourself. Or maybe the fun is trying to figure out how to get out of that corner. There you go. Um so that's pretty rad. That's pretty. I know I've I've always kind of felt a kinship with Daughters of Cain because I kind of viewed them as the order version of Tomb Kings in a lot of ways. Because Tomb Kings was a super synergistic army that relied on buffs on specific units that you could juice up to like to the to the nines. And it's you could have one gigantic death ball, or you could spread it out a little bit to try to get like just like a little bit of killing everywhere. But it was usually you had your one unit that you would juice up the high hell, send it out, and have them wreck face. And that's how I felt playing against Daughters of Cain. That it's always like there's that one unit that you can pick each turn which one it's going to be. But there's going to be one unit in one of your phases that absolutely kicks the head in of whoever you're playing against. Right. And I still think that's actually really relevant still, especially in Age of Sigmar 3, where you can do the uh, plus one saves, like all of defense and stuff now, mm-hmm. where you're going to want that. So yeah, you're. I still think reinforcing is a good thing. And I, it actually, Age of Sigmar 3 kind of messed with Dars Kane in a way that, uh, you know, necessarily changed the way that it was built in Age of Sigmar 2, was the reinforcement. Because yeah. you wanted like big blobs. So a lot of thing actually, like my uh, blood sisters, I used to take blocks of twenty, Oof. where now the max is fifteen. Yeah. Um, same with like stalkers and stuff. But that's it's it's good. It's for the good of the game. But like, you can still take that block of thirty uh, sisters to slaughter if you want. But you don't typically see them that much anymore. Oh, that's funny. Eh? It's funny how like in the edition shift, it's been like basically flip things on their head but i guess that kind of came about with um the broken realms marathi like having that points drop having the damage output get jacked on the snakes like both those things i think losing i think rend is more needed in aos3 like they're Uh, not they're not going to take down the mega garden i don't know that makes sense snakes sisters. uh, sisters of slaughter yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you need. You need and that. I think actually, uh, Sons of Bahamut present a good challenge for Daughters of Cain. I think that's a hard count. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, like, we've kind of beaten around the bush, but what what questions do you think this army asks its opponents? Like, what are the things that you present that makes your opponent go, "Oh shit." Like what? What are what are they trying to solve whenever they play against, let's say, your Marathi and the Bow Snakes list? What are they trying? They're like, holy shit! I can't just delete something off the table. <laughs> okay, it's it, it's the sur- it's this like it's, proliferation it's, of super durable units, right? And 
God help them. Whichever God you want. Flat Earth. Pick your favorite. Kane, not Kane. <laughs> what was a good thing I heard? Name my- something that people think is in the Bible but isn't. <laughs> it's like white people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so good. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you miss a turn out on doing three damage to Marathi, it's brutal. Like the longer she's around, the worse it is. Um, but I do think non-Marathi lists do well against Marathi in the ma- in the mirror match. Okay, so it's like it's the it's Marathi herself and how you have to work her as much as humanly possible. Yeah, you need to get her points back, which is yeah. typically fairly easy because she's only six hundred and sixty points, <laughs> which is fine. I just want to say shout out to my friend Fraser, who every time I say she's six sixty, will be like, oh no no, she is three thirty. And 330, that's different. If I play in a doubles tournament, I can't just take one version of her. Yeah. Which I love. I would take the little version every time. Every time. Every time. Bank it. That casting, her casting is so clutch. And that command ability is what just generates so much. Okay. And so what questions um, does this army answer? Like, what are the things that it does that, like, what solutions does it have to put against other armies? It kills hordes. Oh, okay. I think it does really well against Horde matchups. There's a lot of um, units that do mortal wounds to models in a unit. And the amount of output that you can have in a unit, like Blood Sisters alone that I really like to run, you can get them up to four attacks each. Threes and threes. Um, Four? Yep. It's a lot of... Technically, you can get them up to five. (laughs) Yeah. And that's threes and threes minus one run one damage. So it's consistent. And then plus, once you start getting late into the game, uh, they're getting rerolls. Ooh, re-roll right. ones to hit, reroll ones to wound. Yeah, it's some, that's something we didn't even discuss is how like as the game goes on, <laughs> they it becomes so much more hateful. <laughs> like rerolls hate- are rare in AOS 3 yeah. and they just get it innate. And that's what... So before <clears throat> Hagnar was typically what people went to yeah but yeah I there remember was that. there was a lot of cool other build like sub allegiances that you could go to and still be efficient yeah but now with the lack of rerolls and things from like because you don't get them from triumphs and stuff mm-hmm. you you're depending more on those uh rerolls now and i think hagnar has now put itself back up to the top and the stats are the ones that are like yeah hagnar is a much greater sub allegiance and that makes sense because Hagnar gets you those rerolls faster in the game because every turn you get something new that's cool for your army that's whole army wide. Right. Yeah. I hate and they don't it. need to be within buffs or anything. They just operate. So like everything in the book has a six up save. Like that's so something you always have to consider. Yeah. Uh, so and nice. then they're going to start rerolling things. And then by the fourth round, they're immune to Battleshock. So oh, like, Battleshock yeah. Round. And like that's kind of why I compared them to Tomb King specifically. Like I know this is literally just for me and Alexander Nygaard, that's but um, they just kind of play like a death army. Like if there's any death players that want to try out an order army or like half interested or but always kind of looking for something, like I think that Daughters of Cain could be something that a lot of death players could vibe with really easily. And yeah, so they want to play the late game. Yeah, just like a death army um cool yeah all right so um what's that's well, neat well what 
let's go on to something a little bit less like heady. Um, what's your favorite unit? I got one. Oh, what's I your really, favorite unit? I really love the Shadow Stonkers. Yeah, of course you do. Man, Shadow when Stonkers Warcry are cool. came out and that unit dropped and then it found out it was Daughters of Cain. Fuck. <laughs> Just got hyped. It's crazy good. It's so good. Like that's, the, that the lore a, behind them is actually really cool too. Yeah, I love that. Like it's just, I think it's one of the coolest looking armies, like armies units in the book. Um, I don't get me wrong, I love the snakes. I think that they are, they're killer. But I really love like all the smoking trails. How like there's a like a bunch of different sexes in it, and I just think it's a super cool, mostly female. Yeah, still, but they're males are just there for breeding and sacrifices Good old. and the ones that have innate magical abilities turn into doom fire warlocks ding ding which thank they you. lose their thank sight you. i think thank you lord dude dayton you think i think lose so. their sight really something like that they lose a lot of a sense they got they got spooky sight um yeah let's see i i don't know i just like i think that's a cool unit they can pop up from just about anywhere they can they actually have a shooting attack too instead of making a normal move they can just go wherever they want. <laughs> Bam! Be like, yo, what's uh, up? How you doing? Yeah. Uh, they're one wound apiece. They're five up save with the six up. They can die pretty quick. But yeah. they have a shooting attack. They have an attack. Uh, melee attack. They have lots of melee attacks. Um, there's the, your minus one to hit against them in melee. Mm-hmm. If you get a mind razor off on them, that's a good efficiency. Yeah, and like you can just start stacking all the buffs on them. Like I was talking to uh, the hot one, Ben Saba. Ben Saba. The um, spicy one on Twitter. The spicy boy. There's another Twitter to follow if you don't, boys. Yeah, that's a good um, one. Boys being a non gender term that is just for people who love to snap one off. Um, and he just kind of. Like he broke down a hilarious amount of stacking you can do onto um, like shadow stalkers where you can get them to ignoring like I think three rend and plus one save and you get your five up five up rerolling ones and then you just slap he listed off like eight different things you could put onto shadow stalkers to make them nigh invulnerable. So <sighs> wild. Their wild endless spells are good. Yeah, yeah. Their prayers are good. So you painted up the snake. Yep. What does the snake do? The viper does work. Uh, basically, whatever. It's right there. Uh, blood rag viper. It's monstrous. It's a sixty mil base, so it creates great plugging up the board territory. Yeah, it is so uh, much. Than it needs yeah, to it be. moves like nine inches. And the way that endless spells work now in AOS three is you bring them on and they move at the end of the hero phase, which is cool. So a lot of things were like, "Oh, they don't move." Well, yeah, they do, because yeah. at the they're summoned in the beginning of the hero phase and then they move at the end of the hero phase. So when they finish a uh, move, pick a unit within one inch of them, and then uh, you roll three dice, and for every die that equals or beats the wound characteristic, it just outright kills. Cool. So, Berengard on five wounds. Uh, Eels on four wounds. Yeah. Stormcast, anything. Uh, Buff, hero. 
you go up against like a one little buffer unit that's on five wounds, you're rolling three dice. And you're just trying to get a five or six. That's, and it's just outright kills. That's sick. And yeah, I've done it against Nicole where I've rolled like three fours. Or it was like three, like a four, five, and a four against eels. And that's oh, why it's not three eels. Because it kills per dice. Yeah. So anything that's really, really durable and hard, like annihilators on their three wounds. Yeah. Like it just goes into them and just deletes them. It's a, cool. yeah. But in the same sense, like it's 95 points. So it's fucking expensive. Yeah. I was going to say, I, like, I remember when it first came out, I thought it let you pick the unit. Like it would like let you pick out who you're killing. So, like, oh, okay. This is pretty sick. 95 points makes sense. But even then, like what you just rhymed off is pretty mean. Right. It can get its value really well. Unless you're playing against like Sons of Bahamut, then you're mm-hmm. just not going to cast it because <laughs> you're not you're not beating the wound characters. Yeah, right. Totally useless. Uh, horde armies, like you're playing against Skaven, yeah, <laughs> pretty useless. Enjoy the Night Runners. Unless you're bringing them into uh, Storm Friends. Yeah, Storm Fiends or Six Moons. I think. Yeah, I think there might be one of them that's seven, but then there's other ones that are six. Right. So you're fishing yeah. for sixes on three dice. So yeah, yeah. you get one. one. If you get one, it's nice, but you can also throw pieces, right? So if it gets in the back and starts hitting the Giselles and the Warlock engineers and stuff, I was going next. Then you're just killing, right? And it's like an idiot. It goes off fairly easy. I think it's like a seven. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, yeah, I really like it, and it's cool. It's big. It's so much bigger than I thought. So much bigger than I thought. Yeah, it's basically it's a purple sun. You say so? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that's a great way to put it because. I saw it over at my buddy Fraser's house and I was thrown with how big it was. Yeah, it's same base as Marathi. It's like, <laughs> it's, oh God, a, yeah, like it's like it's one of those things like, softball. oh, it's a, yeah, 60 mil is, you hear that and you're like, oh, that's kind of small. It's basically the same size as Stormcast. No, it's so much bigger. Yeah. And then they got the prayer, obviously, the Heart of Fury. Yeah, that which, one's cool. Which got better. Um, but, it, so it, what's what's your favorite unit? Let's get back to that. Oh, okay. We're jumping all over the place. Yeah, I'm trying to keep us on the favorite unit. You're then... on the Shadow Stonkers because they're yeah. awesome. Uh, my favorite unit is probably the Blood Rack Shrine. Oh, really? The Blood yeah. Rack Shrine? Cheeky? It's consistently done the most for me in games. Huh. I did not expect the Blood Rack Shrine to be the one. And so Both, who's, who's on top of that? The That's Medusa. The, the Blood Rack Medusa. Yeah. So it's checking mortals. It's okay. Uh, I got played against bone splitters with it. It was hilarious uh, because you do this stare in the beginning of um, it's a missile attack. Oh, cool. And it's basically uh, what is it? Yeah, sell me on this. So it's got a range of 12 inches. Okay. And you, you pick a unit and every model within 12 inches you roll a die and every five up is a mortal. Oh, that's mean. It's not even a spell. No, it's just it's just a missile attack. 12 inches too on a big base like that? Right. Oof. And in the hero phase, uh, roll dice for each enemy unit within seven inches. Uh, when she's fully, it does deteriorate, but it's normally on a two-up. They just suffer D3 more wounds. Yeah. So you get her in and start hitting. And then obviously all the chariots, they do D3 mortal wounds on the charge. Uh, they have a bunch of attacks. Like they're durable, yeah. they, they push, man. Um, this thing's got a pile of attacks, and then she's a caster. 
Her spell alone is really cool. Goes off on a five, pick a unit with an 18, subtract one from wound rolls <laughs> for melee Ooh. attacks. Ooh, I love, man, I love adjusting the wound roll. Yeah. It's so nice because there's so many things that are like wounds on a three. You push that to a four, hello. She's I only guess. a single cast, but she's two denies. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's great. That's a great little pop. Oh, man. She's 190 points. She's 190 points. Need me. I'm adjusting the list. Nice. That's uh, great. Hey, Queens on Cauldrons are really good. Yeah. Uh, I really like the, the Iron Scale makes my list work. Okay. How, do, how does how's that She work? gives the command ability to any uh, Melisai, which are any of the Snake Ladies. Yes. They can run and still charge and shoot. Oh. And when they run, they run 2d6. Oh, shit. That's, that's a lot. How much has she got? Uh, she's only like 140 points or something. Man, that's nice. Oh, yeah. And like she makes them all battle line, right? She can. Or a Bajusa. They have okay. to be your general. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, okay. But yeah, you they can make them in general. If you yeah. Got and then she has like a weird like five up ignoring spells thing that well, rarely comes in. She has a little of attack. And if she kills a model in her combat phase, then units all the Melisai within 12 inches of her get an additional attack oh, on their cool. characteristic. That's sick. So you can get Blood Sisters to six attacks each in one sub-allegiance, which you'll never see. No. But it um, could. It could happen. It, it could happen, man. It could happen, man. Well, how about you run over your list? Like, give me, give me a breakdown, because I know I brought one, you brought one. What did you bring? Yeah, so I didn't bring Marathi. Oh, shit, neither did I. What? My original, I mean, listen, I'm taking to Du Bois has Marathi. But for the sake of this, uh, it's no Marathi. And I didn't run Marathi in A-list 2 either. But for my list, uh, Hegnar, obviously, for all the reasons we said before, it speeds up your buffing. Uh, it makes the Witch Brew. So that's the other thing, too, is the Witch Brew got nerfed. It used to be just on a three-up. You could do it. And that is reroll wounds and about, uh, I mean, a battle shock to a unit within three inches. Um, it's now been changed to wholly within 12 inches and uh, five up minus, or you get plus one to your roll per stage of the blessings of Cain. Oh, okay. Um, and because of Hagnar, the sub allegiance allows you to treat turn one as if it was turn two. Yeah. You get, you start getting the uh, witch brew off a lot faster. So instead of the first turn being a five up, you're doing it on the four up and then three up and then two up and so on and so forth yeah and yeah which which brew is amazing re-rolling wounds is so good oh god so nice uh so yeah hagnar uh i got blood rock shrine she's my general she has mm-hmm. a shadow stone which allows her to get plus one to her casting yep because she has mind razor <laughs> mind razor is an amazing spell but it goes off on an eight it's Oof. fucking horrible i just it's you can't depend upon it but it's awesome when you get it there you uh, go. i got a head queen on cauldron of blood She's pretty cheap. She hits really hard. Um, she has the the Uferi artifact, which is the suballegiance so the artifact you have to take with uh, Hagnar. It basically adds one to the attack or damage characteristic of her weapon. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you can turn her blaze into D three damage plus one, and that's ignoring the avatar once the avatar starts going off in turn two because it's doing three damage and then it's got eight attacks with no run damage but <laughs> like if you get mind razor off on her it gets 
silly as well. I like that. Plus, she's your blessings. So she's going to be doing the blessing of Cain. So it allows you to reroll your uh, ward save. She's also wholly within 18 inches of her. She has plus one to save to your units. Like, big, big tech piece right there. Head queens are amazing. Um, I got a slaughter queen on foot. Yeah. For only 120 points. Her command ability is amazing. Uh, it allows in the hero phase, you can pick a unit and they can fight because you're losing some of your efficiency by not taking Marathi for the double attacks. Mm-hmm. So that gives you like a melee, melee version of it. And then I have a Blood Rack Medusa on foot. And she has the Steed of Shadow spell. It goes off on a six. She can just teleport. So she can be where she needs to be. Teleporting armies is amazing. You got to take advantage of it wherever you can because sure. late game getting objectives, putting going into your opponent's deployment zone, stuff like that is key. Uh, I then got 10 Bloodstalkers, 10 Blood Sisters, 10 Blood Sisters, 10 Canary Life Takers, 5 Life Takers. I took the Heart of Fury and the Emerald Life Swarm. Oh, nice. Uh, the Slaughter like Queen has the Heal Prayer. The oh, Universal cool. one, because it's better than the um, Daughters of Came one. <laughs> the daughters of came one is wholly within like uh, 14 yeah and the peel one is just within 12 oh yeah it's so much better yeah it does the same thing goes off the same it's just d3 wounds healed uh the life swarm in the list is going to be healing units back especially your chariots which are going to be like sniping targets for your opponent they want to get rid of those so it's nice to be able to get the heals back into them um the heart of fury we didn't talk about it but it it reduces the damage by one Ooh, that's units, nice units hold it within 12 inches of it yeah with the way that lists have been getting built lately that's really nice and then uh also on a six up i believe it adds to attack characteristics or something hmm. uh it but then it goes away uh, okay but the way that it reads <laughs> It doesn't Uh-oh. go away unless you do roll the high with it. Oh, okay. Is the way that it reads to me. And I believe that's the way that... Uh, yeah, I was looking at it, and that's how kind of I thought it was. It's like, okay, whenever you like pump it up, it like basically it squeezes its heart. You get gushed on with all the sweet blood, and then it pops away. But if not, then it's kind of there ebbing. Right. Um, so at the start of the combat phase, you bring it to the table. Um so once it manifests on a one to five yeah. until the end of that phase, subtract one from damage inflicted for each successful attack. The target is a daughter of Cain unit, holy within 12 inches of it. Um, and then if you roll the six, you subtract one from damage inflicted as well as you add one to the attack characteristic of melee weapons. So oh. yeah. That's juicy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And it goes off on a, it has an answering value of three. And because it's a prayer, you, it can't be stopped. Yeah, sweet. We actually hilariously have a pretty similar list here going. Kind of. You went Kinda. Shadow Stonkers. Yeah. So do you want me you to... You can go just... wide. Like, that's the thing. As soon as you take uh, Marathi out of your list, you can start going wider. Not that my <laughs> list does, because I'm still relying on the Snake Girls. Yeah. But they're two wounds apiece. That makes sense. They're beefy. Yeah. They're... And they look good. But I'm kind of tired of painting them. <laughs> you only got five more. Five more left. Never have to do it again. No, I'll, I'll paint more. 
I know you will. <laughs> All right, Tristan, what do you got? All right. Um, shockingly, I also went Hagnar. Whoa, surf's up. But you're right. I did go with the Shadow Stalkers. Um, let's break down the units that I took before I go into heroes. I think Kelbrun's still decent. That would be so the too. other one that you take. <laughs> Minus one yeah. to hit in a heavy shooting meta right now is pretty good. It's pretty tight. And like that's kind of what I was flipping between. But then I thought a little bit more about it. And I was like, I kind of want the durability because I know that is something that you even said is something that lists can like Dodgers Kane does pose to list. So I wanted to have that little bit of extra, extra bump. So I went with a 10 pack of Doomfire Warlocks, um, 18 Shadow Stalkers, 18 Shadow Stalkers. So that's all three of those units get bumped up. And then I took a 10 pack of Sisters of Slaughter. I took a 20 pack of Witch Elves. Witch elves? Witch elves? Um, and then another 10 pack of Witch Elves. And then for my heroes, I went Hag Queen and Cauldron of Blood with the Needed Devoted Disciples command trait. She's my general. And with the Blessing of Cain uh, prayer, I then went to uh, On Foot Shadow Queen for, with Catechism of Murder because I wanted that um, same command ability that you said. And I thought Catechism would be pretty sweet. I then went with a Blood Rack Shrine after we talked about it. Um, so that way I could still get Mind Razor, gave that the Shadow Stone just like you did to give it that plus one a cast. You did. And then I went with a Hag Queen with the uh, Universal Prayer of Heal. So there you go. Da, 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 da. Um, and that comes in with a Emerald Life Swarm at a cool 1985. It was the year before I was born, and apparently it was pretty good. I was four. There you go. Ding, ding. Old man, old man. Um, and so I threw most of that into a warlord so I could get a um, additional uh, artifact because I wanted just a little bit extra juice. Yeah, that's the same with what I did too. Uh, extra yeah. artifact because this is still one of those books that when you take a sub allegiance, you have to take the warlord trade in artifact. Yeah, so did that. I yeah, I just chucked the regular one onto the hag queen. Actually, forgot to mention that. But I the big thing that I did for my list was I put the doomfire warlocks. Oh no, I put the both units of shadow stalkers and the witch elves the 20 pack into a hunters of the heartlands because my my main thought is i don't want to give up the easy um battle line uh like command what what god what are they called the things that you do in the game battle strategy yeah the strategy the stratagem strategies secondaries secondaries yeah secondaries i don't want to give up those easy ones for the um for battle line so i have like my one brick that won't be able to mess be messed with with monsters with my witch elves and then i have my shadow stalkers and my two shadow stalker packs and then my doomfire warlocks to try to cruise around the board and be using those more for screens and since like they like they have the ability to cast spells they have the ability to shoot but then they can also shift around like i'm trying to be a little bit more tricky a little bit more shifty you know, with this army, I am a 10 drop, so I don't really care if somebody out drops me. Yeah. I've Mine got a million. A five. Yeah, and so, like, you're a bit more into, like, the middle range, like, maybe, or maybe I won't, probably won't, but I know definitely I will probably be going second, and I feel like this army is able to do something if you go Listen, second. Darren Watson and Sam would be uh, upset with our non-one drop list. Actually, this falls into the null lock challenge that sam threw out biggity bam so there you go i just wanted to give a little shout out to that aos list lab and i wanted to do something a little bit 
like off kilter. I feel like this is the style army that I like to play a little bit decentralized, a little bit like cruising around, but still has that like one meaty pack in the middle that wants to punch you in the face. That's the thing. Like you don't, it's interesting, right? Like you don't need Marathi. I think if you take her out of this book, there's a lot of options. Like Doomfire Warlocks are fantastic. There's a lot of models here. Like uh, we didn't even talk about it. The fact that I took 10 of the uh, life takers, mm-hmm. life stealers, life takers, <laughs> life takers, girls, things. Cool, cool um, wing ladies. Yeah, like they have a really good ability. Like they can just retreat from combat. Um, they have a lot of attacks. When they charge, they get plus one rend and plus one damage. Um, if you give them friggin' uh, mind razor, they blow up even more. Yeah, and if you make them attack in the hero phase, you can then do that fallback out of combat, so then you don't get popped back. Yeah, because it's each time this unit fights. Yeah, it's exactly. not tied to a phase. Big bam. Um, Shout out to Jacob Bear. 14 inch move. Which is sick as hell. Right? Uh, they have deep strike. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're crazy. You always want to be charging with them. They're super fragile and they're 40 mil bases. Mm-hmm. So they're large and awkward to deal with. In- ABC, easy as one, two, three. Always be charging. And you're not going to get all of them in. Yeah. Typically. And- and the hot one that is Benjamin Sava about a week ago, maybe it's less time, threw out on Twitter that he thinks that playing the Marathi and the Bow Snakes is not playing the book correctly. Like he feels like it's falling into kind of like easy mode or like almost the non-bows, like a non-combo. <laughs> like you, you are doing some things that are Hello? like, Bubbo. Um, you are doing some things that like the, the book wants you to do but the ideal of this book is to have a bunch of synergies and a bunch of units for you to be able to kind of do the moving the ball around like carnival game or like one of the things where like you don't know where the ball is underneath these three red solo cups and you're just swinging it around trying to be like which which one of these units is going to mess me up the most i feel like that's what the book is trying to push you towards yeah there's it's there's a lot of there's a lot in here the models are great um Stalkers are still a great range option you can have in there to pick away. Super cool looking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it, it's cool. I, I really dig this army. It's got tons going on. I do too. It's great on the table. It's fragile. Like it can be worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's doing good in the meta. It's a four and one army. It's yeah. the queen of four and ones. The queen, the queen of four and ones. Never five and oh. Just bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, baby. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's a really, really, really neat army. Something that I feel like in the future I might check out, but that that's a couple of years down the line. I hope it doesn't um, get a new book for a long time. Yeah, like because they, I they fuck it up. <laughs> I feel like this is the best written book in AOS. Like, yeah. am I wrong? Yeah. Like, well, the, like some of the things that they've messed with in AOS two, like like with the price drops, like Marathi and the Bow Snakes is kind of like overtaken how well balanced this book is. Because this is one of the few armies that I feel like you can go out and buy anything and you can make it work. Right. Like it's not a gigantic range. There's still quite a bit to it, but you go out and buy any kit, you're making a good decision. Um, yeah. And they keep bringing stalkers up in price, mm-hmm. but really they're only super efficient with Marathi. Yeah. And like that's fine. You, you like, take there, away the double shooting. Yeah. And they're not. Right, but they're but despite there is when you lose. roll, despite when you roll sixteen sixes against Joe's, 
Jeez. ironclad and do 16 mortal wounds. <laughs> <laughs> dice will still be dice. Hey, just don't don't complain about your dice, okay? Don't do it. <laughs> don't complain about your dice when they spike and fucking shove Joe in a locker. Yeah. Uh, um, cool lore. The only thing I don't like about it, I guess, is the sub allegiances. It really just the benefits of Hagnar outweigh everything else, I think. Yeah, and that's something that was nice in AOS too, that it wasn't quite as pushed. Right. But as as he said, Celebron can still be a solid choice. It's not like it's not the pentultimate choice, but it's still a solid one. And like Xanther Kai lets you do like snakes a little bit better. But I, I get that. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Keltnar is really cool. Like we're retreating and still charging, bringing in a free unit. Like there's Let things in there that are like, yeah, that'd be really cool. But then you're like, Hagnar. Yeah. Yeah. Efficiency. Like, Prayers are all fun. good. Spells yeah. are all good. Their artifacts in book are good. They I already have ward saves. So you're not taking the amulet of destiny. Yeah. You don't care. Especially if you're in Hagnar. I know whenever I was originally like processing lists and I posted it in our group chat, that was the first thing that got picked out. It's like, oh yeah, you, you don't need that crutch. Nope. I'm like, oh. Excuse Everyone else me? do. They don't. Plus, oh. it's a unit of girls. They look That's really true. cool. We do like cool girls. Yeah. Everything's better when there's a cool girl around. But yeah, episode 47. That was good. Breaking Don't down die. the metal list, man. I miss Bud. I know. Well, uh, he should be... Where do you think he is? Arizona? How far down are we going? <laughs> should be on his way back down or way back up? I thought you were just going to be talking about Arizona iced teas and I just got thrown back to hanging out with a whole bunch of straight edge kids. Dude, when you're hungover and you go <laughs> to that convenience store and you get that Arizona iced tea, oh, I've been like camping and we didn't bring enough water and we're mm-hmm. way the hell out. And you make that first stop when you get back into civilization, you get that Arizona iced tea and you just crush it. Oh, that's good times. Just living, living good. That's a good Arizona iced teas are really good. There you go. Sugar bombs. Just get a just get a thighs worth of liquid for you for ninety nine cents back in the day. Uh, but if you haven't check out Twitter, check out my army. I, I like it. I yeah, think it's pretty cool. What do you, what do you got? Cool. What do you got for a shout out this week? Or should we just continue our shout outs of Darren and right? Uh, anyway, let's lab. Let, let's just do that. There, those are shout outs, which have been the entire uh, show. I'll give a shout out to Chump Hammer. To what hammer? Chump Hammer on chump Twitter. Chump with a C-H or Chump with a, like a Iman C-H. Chumpert? It's a C-H. It's a C-H. Nice. Uh, his name's Dale. He just Dude. played in Kipper's Melee and he got four and one with Thar's Cave with no Marathi. So There you go. I will give my shout out, well, to Darren, who is at Positive Victim, and AOS List Lab, who is AOS List Lab on Twitter. But I'll give my main shout out to the Chicago Sky, which won the WNBA championship tonight. Woo! What a team! Almost cried. Not my team. Amazing. Such a good du- story. I gotta give a shout out to Duck Cuts too. These afternoon paint sessions I've been getting into when my kids are at school and stuff. Nice. And I can just ignore my family and paint. Uh, Duck Cuts like streams for like five hours straight. Yeah. So yeah I, you were him, I can have him in my ears while I'm listening. He's made it a moat now. Like if I do exclamation mark party, it now sends a link to party at the old points on his That's channel. Cute. Look at that. <laughs> I was dropping it all the time. I was like, oh, did someone say party? Oh. It's like, oh, I, I, lo- I love party. a good party. 
Yeah, here's one for your ears, bro. <laughs> That's great. There he's, just a, he's a lovely gentleman. A gentleman. And, a gentleman duck guts. Yeah, and he's great music taste, and his show is very entertaining. All right. Well, speaking of uh, music dates, uh, DJ, get that bread. Can you drop a hot one, please? I still love that. <laughs> when the moon hits your eye. That's not, that's not yeah. cool. Look at us with our professional. I had fun, Tristan. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Love you. Bye. There's party people.